So now we've gone now through four different proofs to try to determine whether or not so since we were unsuccessful in determining, you know, from the race of something which is definitive, we're now going to try to attribute the opinion of Rabbi of Yochanan to each one of the statements. And if we can attribute the opinion of who it's like, then we'll know what the halacha is. We know that there's a principle that Rabbi of Yochanan, halacha of Yochanan, so if we can determine which one's Rav and which one's Rav Yochanan, then we can say the halacha is like Rav Yochanan. And whichever stance Rav Yochanan holds of, that will determine whether or not Shnaim Shirat the Zamnin, Mizamnin, or Ein Mizamnin. So let's go through that process in Yitzhah Hashem. So says the Gemara, Testaim de Rav, Da'amar Imratzah the Zamnin, Ein Mizamnin. Let's derive, let's determine that Rav is of the opinion that if they want to make a Zimun, they're not able to make a Zimun. Why? Da'amar Rav Dimi Bar Yosef, Rav Dimi Bar Yosef said, I'm a Rav in the name of Rav, Let's say there were three people that had a meal together. Now one of them leaves the meal and he goes to the shuk, he goes to the market. So what's the din? Kurin though, they call out to him. And they can make a zimun on this guy, on this party. Meaning to say that there's two people that are still there. The third one left, he went to the shuk. Now, if they can call out to him and he hears them, so the mezamn love. Then they can make a zimun with him. The reason why they could still make a zimun is because they called out to him. And the third party joins in. But But if they didn't call out to him, he wasn't able to be mashtatif with them, then then they couldn't be able to join up. And since you see that you need a kurin in order to make the zimun, then vaistos we can determine that really in order to make a zimun, you actually need three people. Two don't suffice. That the Gemara answers no. A shiny hasam there. It's different. Why is it different? The ikvulu b'chayvemi kara. Then when it comes to that case of two people and a third party that left there before he left, they already had a chiv that was preceding, and that chiv that was preceding the decision to actively make the zimun obligated them in a zimun shalchayva. So why do we need the third person? But if we didn't have that third person there from the onset, how you can't derive from here that you're not able to make a zimun with two. And therefore, we don't have a proof from this source either. So claims the Gemara. Now our sixth, our sixth source, our sixth proof. This time, trying to determine who's the author of which statement. Let's do the opposite. Let's try to prove now that Rav Yochanan is the opinion that Imrotz the Zamin Im Nizamin. Why? If there are two people that ate together, one person can fulfill his obligation with the bracha of his friend. Yeah? So that means that two people ate together, one can fulfill his obligation with his friend. Now we thought about this. What's the chiddush here that one person can fulfill his bracha with his friend? Tanina was taught already in the Mishnah. If a person hears a bracha and he didn't answer, Yotza, nonetheless, he fulfilled his obligation. So you see that a person can fulfill his obligation with someone else's bracha. So I didn't need this separate teaching to tell me that Shlaim Sha'achluka, that, that what? That Shlaim Sha'achluka echad, then Yudzib Birkas Chaviro. So Amir Abzira, Lima Shin Birkas Azimun Beinehim. The reason it's coming to teach you is telling you that here, even though you don't have a Zimun, 
nonetheless, the one can fulfill the concept of Birkas Hamazan with the bracha of the friend. And that the Gemara says this time, it's a good proof. And therefore what? And therefore, we've now concluded that the opinion of Shnaim Sharot Zedazamin in Mazamnin is Rav Yochanan. Therefore, Shnaim Sharot Zedazamin is Rav. Shnaim Sharot Zedazamin Mazamnin is Rav, I'm sorry. And therefore, the Allah has like Rav Yochanan that Shnaim Sharot Zedazamin in Mazamnin. Now, that we've concluded that, comes along the Gemara, Amalei Rava Rava Barba Barav Huna, Rabbi Barav Huna said, Lerav Huna, to Rav Huna himself, Vaharabonan da'osim imarava. I, but there was those Rabbanan that came from the West, they came from Eretz Israel and Omri, and they said, Imrotz the Zamin Mazamnin. That if you want to make a Zimun, you're able to make a Zimun. And my love, Deshmile, Merav Yochanan, is not that they learned it from Rav Yochanan, because Rav Yochanan came, Rav Yochanan was in Eretz Israel. Rav Yochanan is from Eretz Israel, and there, in Eretz Yisrael, the students that are coming from Eretz Yisrael are saying that if two people want to make a zimun, they're able to. It's indicative of the fact that Rav Yochanan actually is of the opinion that Shnayim Shavot Zedazamin Mezamnin. So you can't derive that the halach is not like that. And so the Gemara lo. It's not true. Where the Talmidim hear it from? The Shmilu Hu Mirav. Really, they heard this teaching from Rav. Before he came to Babel, Rav originally came from Eretz Yisrael. And... The, may, move from Eretz, from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. Now that being said, the, claims the Gemara that these students who came from Eretz Yisrael heard it from Rav before he left. And therefore you don't have a contradiction to the fact that Shnaim Sherotz the Zamnin in Mazamnin to Yochanan, it's still Rabbi Yochanan. And the fact that these Samidim said Mazamnin is because they heard it from Rav before he left. That's the basic read of the Gemara. So now, I'm going to go back into this Gemara and try to break it down. But I'm going to do something interesting. The Gemara is in two stages. First, there's a din of Korin lo, Vu'ayne. That's one sugi. That's the first sugi. And they try to prove that Rav holds in Mazamnin. And the Gemara brings a different din of Shama Vale'ona. And there we bring a proof for Rav Yechanon that Shnaim in Mazamnin. I want to talk about the second proof first. Yeah, so bear with me here. I apologize. I'm going to do this out of order, but I'm going to do it for a reason. Now says the Holy Gemara that this time to Rav Yochanan who the Almayim wrote to the Zamin Eim Nezamin. Let's derive that Rav Yochanan is holding of the opinion that if they want to make a Zimun, they can't. Why? Ta Amar Rabba Barbar Chana Amar Rav Yochanan Shnayim Sha'achu Ka'achas The two people that ate together Echmahen Yodzei Bebirchas Chavero One fulfills his obligation with the bracha of his friend. Vahavinan Ba Now we thought about the Chiddush of this statement B'Shem Rav Yochanan. Why is Rav Yochanan teaching us this statement? Tanina, it was taught already in a Mishnah. That if you heard a bracha already from your friend, even if you don't answer, you'd see obligation. So you see that you could be yitzi with a birchas chavero. So why does Rav Yochanan have to teach me that I could be yitzi with a birchas chavero? So it comes along Rav Zira, the Amr Rav Zira, it's teaching me there's no birchas haziman. Now that's a pella. Where does Rav Zira know that from? Rav Zera knows it from the fact that Rav Yochanan necessitated another, another, he needed to say a, a memory, he needed to have a teaching, outside of the din of the mission of Shema Lavele Ona. So it was the Chiddush of Rav Zera. The Chiddush of Rav Zera was that Rav Yochanan is teaching us that Shnaim Shirat Zedazamin in Mezamnin. That's goof of the Chiddush. There's no such concept called a, a Zimun Shavashus, and that was the statement of Rav Yochanan. Now, how did he know that? Because of the it's, it was superfluous. The teaching was otherwise superfluous. So that must be coming a new din. So let's ask the opposite. 
For the same price, couldn't Rav Yochanan be interpreted as the reason why Rav Yochanan is teaching me Shneim Shalach Lekalachas Echad Yitzim and Rebirchas Chaveiros to teach me that what that Shneim Shirotz the Zamin Mezamnin? Why can't I learn the exact inverse? All we have is an additional teaching that says that someone can hear someone else's brach and be yitzay. It's the same way that you can say that's not talking about Zimun. Why can't I establish that Gemara to Dafka Yeh be talking about Zimun? And be a proof that Rav Yochanan holds that Shneim Shirotz the Zamin Mezamnin. How did Rav Zira, what did Rav Zira see Dafka here as the biggest proof that Shneim Shirotz the Zamin ain't Mezamnin? Salachin. So now, I want, I want, in order to understand this, I want to, let's see, let's see Rashi. Rashi is the king. Rashi is the mafarish. And Rashi has a big shtukel here on Reb Zeira. So says Rashi, Ve'amar Reb Zeira, Le'ma she'in birkas hazimun b'neim, to teach you there's no birkas hazimun between them. Says Rashi, Lo'i bo le'lamdeinu, it's not coming to teach you, Ella, except, she'in srichin zimun. They don't need a zimun, because since one person fulfills his obligation through the bracha of his friend, that teaches us that there's no zimun. Because if there is a zimun, it's the bracha of both of them. Because he says, and he's answering baracho. So now, what the world is Rashi saying? Right? This is, it sounds like you're saying a vort here, but what's the vort? So I want to break down that there's three different stages in this Rashi. Rashi is coming to do three different things. So stage one, Rashi comes and says, They don't need a zimun. Why? So number one is follows. There's something called a birkas chaviru that Rashi is picking up on. Rebzeira's expression is, what's the language of the Gemara? That Rebzeira says that why? Because he's Yotzi Babirchas Chaviro. The language of the Gemara is Yotzi Babirchas Chaviro. So comes along Rashi, Badas Rebzeira, and says, since it says he's being Yotzi Babirchas Chaviro, he's being Yotzi with the bracha of his friend, that's what's teaching us there's no Zimun. Why? So this is stage two in Rashi. Diyesh zimun, because if there would be a zimun, then birchashneim he, then it was can be they would be equally on the same playing field. It's not the the fact that one person spoke and one person listened makes it more of the speaker's bracha. That's the whole concept of zimun. The whole aspect, the whole chiddush of zimun, is that my listening and him speaking is that we're it's a birchas tziro for us. But we're both saying the bracha, so it wouldn't be proper to call a bracha vezimun a birchas chaviru that's actually actually birchas shneino that's birchas shneim that's both of the bracha equally so that's that's stage two in Rashi that when it comes to the, the fact that it says birchas chaviru that's indicative of the fact that it's not zimun the fact that it's what is zimun zimun is a birchas shneim where they're both equally involved now Rashi ends off with the fact that it says diyech zimun birchas shneimi what's he doing here there Shaharei. What's Shaharei? Shaharei is a, is a proof. I can prove to you that it's a Birch Shneim. How can I prove to you it's a Birch Shneim? Shaharei Oymen Nevorich. The person who is benching the Mezamin says Nevorich. Vuhu the Shemeya Oyne Baruchu. He answers afterwards. So the, the last part of Rashi 
is introducing a proof. I can prove to you that it's a birch name. Why? Because there's a give and take between the two involved parties. So Rashi is saying, number one, it can't be a birchas, it can't be zimun because it's a birchas chaviril. Number two, and definitionally a birchas zimun is a birchas shnehem. And number three, I could prove to you it's a birchas shnehem because there's a nevorich and a niya of a baruchu. And therefore, that's the two of the people, the two parties getting involved in order to fulfill the chiyav of bracha. So, so now we can understand the, the vort, but now we have to go ahead and try to understand what Rashi is saying. Number one, Rashi is saying a chiddush here. Rashi is saying a massive chiddush that I would have thought that any time that my friend's being mavarich for me, that's called a zimun. He's being mavarich for me. So I'm being yitz in his bracha, so that, that, isn't that what it is? A b'chasirof, a b'chashneim? So what's Rashi mean that sometimes I could be Yitzhi as bracha, but it's not called a Zimun? That's being Yitzhi as birchas chaviru. Aye, with Zimun, Zimun's birchas What's that distinction? Number one, we have to define that. Number two, Rashi introduces a whole new concept here. The whole new concept is that there's something called a Nevorich and there's something called an Oine. The, the Mavarich, the Mazamin, has an introductory statement, Nevorich, let's make a bracha. And the... There's someone, the Shemaya says, is an Oine, and he answers Baruchu. Where did Rashi get that from? Is it a Mishnah? It's not a Mishnah. It's a Gemara? It's not a Gemara. There's no Mishnah or Gemara that says such a thing. So how did Rashi know? Where did Rashi get it from? So the Emma says, if we're being honest, Rashi already alludes to this on Memheim and Aleph. Rashi, in the first Mishnah, Memheim and Aleph in the Mishnah says, Lizdam in Yachad, what's a Zimun? Lizdam in Yachad, Yitzhak, Bracha, Belashen, Rabim. We get together to make a Tzir of Bracha. In a Lashen Rabbim, in the plural, Kagoin Nevarich, for example, Nevarich. So there we never fully stood on that um, in the past, but but what's that mean, right? What is that? What's what's the, what's the point of this give and take? I the whole context of a, of a Zimun is to be say with with someone else. Someone makes a bracha for all of us. What's the introductory part? That, that, that he made it up? There's a reason to that? It's accomplishing something? So now let's just speak it out because I think the Dvarim Abrurim and Ma'od. But according to us, what's a Zimun? A Zimun is based off what we saw from the Shulchan Acharav, the Pnei Yeshua, and everything we've seen up until now, the Biagra. Really, by every Zimun, you're becoming a Guf Echod. You're becoming a unit. You're becoming a Chabura. It's a Bracha of a Chabura. Now, we know there's a concept of someone being made to someone else, right? There's a Sefer Mavarich and Bore So what's the difference between them? What's the difference between a Birch Siruf and a Sefer Mavarich and a Bore So first of all, that's where Rashi's harping in the Lashon of the Gemara, that Rav Yechonon said that, that what is Yetzei B'Birchas Chaveroi. There's no kansha. That, 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 that lexicon is not a proper lexicon in the world of, of Zimun. Zimun, there's no birkas chaveru. It's a birkas chaveru. And if you're talking about two distinct individuals, definitionally, you cannot be talking about a Zimun. A Zimun is relative to a guf echod, a chaburo. It's a, it's a bracha of a unit, not a bracha of an individual for an individual. So the fact that Rashi is willing to hear that it's not a Zimun, because there's a concept of chaveru gevaldik, we need a bracha shneiim, we need a bracha of a guf echod. That's mamish kaftav eferich. The Rashi is speaking that out, but now Rashi has an issue. The issue is as follows: Hello, what's what's a birchas 
Shneihem, what's a bracha v'chabula? One person is benching, and other people being yitzay. So what's the difference between that and the case of sulfur and boar? Have we made a deal that sulfur and boar works, but sulfur and sulfur doesn't work? So what's the case? If I have three seifrin that have an echilaka achas, why does human work? Where, do we, where does that change? What happened to it? Right? What transformed this circumstance of three seifrin sitting together and having a suda to make the one person benching to be a birchas chaburu, whereas when it comes to, when it comes to three seifrim and one's just done being made to the echerim, that doesn't even work. What changed? So here I'm going to claim that Rashi understood that there had to be a mechanism through which to transform the, the benching that's about to ensue to become a, a benching of a chaburu. So how do we make this benching into a benching of a chaburu? So says Rashi Gavaldik. Rashi says that the person who's going to bench for everyone says he makes an announcement. Nevolich, I'm going to bench for us. We're starting the benching of a chabura, and now every member of the chabura comes along and says, Baruchu, this guy should bench. He should bench for us. And now that there's an affirmation from all the involved parties of the chabura, that's what's transforming the bracha of the mezamin to be a birchas yachid to be a birchas shneihim. So that whole process is that we need we need in some kind of paula we need some kind of tahalich a process of transformation to make it a birchas a yachid to birchas amezamin. So there, the, all the involved parties of the chaburim themselves are what's to, they're talking to each other. They're agreeing. We're we're transforming the the bracha that's about to be said to be all of our brachas by affirming that that's what we're trying to accomplish, and now. That's Mamish Kavaldik. Because Rashi is, Rashi is coming to go ahead, and that's what it means. That, how do we know that it's a Birch Shneim? Sharei they declared it as such. Sharei this one said Nevarich. And Sharei this one answered, uh, he answered, he answered Baruchu. Yeah, he's going to bench for us. And that's what Rashi means on the Mishnah. Rashi says, what are we doing? This Damid Yachad, we're coming together. Nitzreif Bracha, to make a Bracha Mitzrefis, to make a Bracha Achas, a Bircha Shneihim, in the Zashin Rashi said. The Guf Echad in the language of the Shekhon Acharav, a Bircha Vachabura. A Nitzreif Bracha, how? Bilashin Rabim, with an expression of a Rabim, of Kegoy Nevorich. Like Nevorich, like a declaration that's about to ensue. So that's Mamish Kishmak. So that comes out that Rashi has what? He has two different aspects now in the world of Zimun. There's the preparation for the Zimun. The preparation for the Zimun is that all the involved parties make a declaration that the benching they're about to do is going to be a bircha shneihem, a bircha v'chabura. And then there's the benching itself. And the vada, the benching itself, that's the ikazimun. To make that bracha, the preparation is no value in and of itself. The preparation's value is that it's transforming the bracha into a bracha tziruf. And that's, let's not forget, we saw before the Gro, the Gro was in Orachayim, the Simon of Sarihes of Gimel. The Gro said that Ikra Hazimun, who she kulam shemim kol birkas and mozen me mavorich vayetim al debichosei. Now, let's be medayik in the language of the Gro. The Gro said, the Ikra Hazimun is a shbiyotse. What do you mean, Ikra Hazimun? An Ikra, there's the main point. Definitionally, to every, if you have an Ikra, why isn't it the totality? Why is it the main part, not the totality? Because there's something called the tafel. There's something smaller. It's a smaller aspect. So before today, we wouldn't have known what he was talking about. We just said the ikra zimun. That means the essence of the zimun. Right? We would have loved to have it. But now it's mamish kaftav aferach. It's mamish, it's mamish meduyak. 
The Goyen understands that you need something to transform it into a Birch HaShneim. And that's the process of Nevorich and Baruchu. And that's the tuffle part of a zimun. So what we call, let's make a zimun nowadays, colloquially, is really not even a zimun itself. That's what's transforming the bracha that's about to be, uh, about to occur. That's what's transforming it into an, an actual zimun. But what's the ikr zimun? The ikr zimun is the bracha of being meiti echad eschavero. And that's, 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 that's the emesip shat, I think, both in Rashi and the Groh. So this proof of Yochanan, I think, is fundamental, mamish fundamental in understanding the, the essence of Azimah and the mechanism to which it comes about. So, so now that we saw this sugi, let's go back. Yeah, now we understand what Azimah is finally. Let's go back and let's see the first proof we tried to bring in order to say that Rav is of the opinion that he wrote to the Zaman named Mazamnin. Why? So here's a statement. Amr of Dimi Bar Yesif, Amr Rav. Of Dimi Bar Yesif said in the name of Rav, You have three people that ate together. One of the three goes to the Shuk. So what's the din? Kurin though, we call out to him, Umizamnin Allah. And we make a Zimun. Now, time the Kurin, the reason you can make a Zimun is because you called out to him. The Kurin Hello, Kurin but if you don't call out to him, you can't make a Zimun. So now, what's that mean? What's that mean? He went out to the Shuk, we have to call him in order to be Mizamnin Allah. So according to us, Mizamnin Allah means that we need him in order to go ahead and bench together as a Chaburah. We need to make a Bichas Muslim as a Chaburah. So as a Chaburah means we need all three guys. We need all of them. And if we don't have all three people, there's no Chaburah here that is able to go ahead and make a Zimun. So if there's no Chaburah that can make a Zimun, then we're stuck. So Kurin though, we call out to him, he comes back, Umizamnin Allah. And now we can make a Zimun. Now what's the Chiddush in that? So I could have heard a Svara. The Svara is that inasmuch as he got up and he left the Malkam Kviyas of the Chabura, so if you get up and leave the Malkam Kviyas of the Chabura, then who says the Chabura can continue to exist? Maybe that's it. The Chabura is done. The whole Chabura is only when we're acting as a Chabura. If there's a Hefzik, you got up, you left. Who said the Chabura can continue? On that, the Gemara says, a Chiddush, that if you're current low, that you can call out to him, he's still close enough, you can call out to him, then if he comes back, you make a zimun on him. And that only works if it's current low, but hello current low, but if you can't call out to him, he went too far away, then no, then you're not able to go ahead and make a zimun on those circumstances, because him going so far away is tough, is taka, it's mafkir the, the, the chabura, it gets rid of the chabura. Now, that's how I would have read the Gemara, based off understanding. Now the MS is, I have you, I brought for you two different sources that say that. In source number five, I brought for you Meiri. Meiri brings at the end the Yesh Mefarshim, that the Yesh Mefarshim, Yesh Umrim says, He has to come back to his place. And they won't make except that even if he wants the Vizir to the Shuk and he was Mesiach Das, so then you can call him back and make a Zimun together. It's Mofurish and the Yeshem the Yeshemim, that Yeshemim is actually a Ra'ah. The Ra'ah, did I bring you the Ra'ah? I think I brought you the Ra'ah. Yeah, the Ra'ah is in source number 13. Yeah, the Ra'ah is Bafurish. That, like the Siyish Imim and the Me'iri, that the whole Chiddush here is that even though he walked away, that's not considered, that's not considered like a, uh, that's not considered like he was Mafkiya himself from the Chabura itself. So that's how we would have read the Gemara. The, the issue is that 
the lottery shidim, they didn't learn the Gemara in that way, and we're going to have to come and deal with that. So let's look at Rashi. Rashi would have thought, you know, would have jumped on the bandwagon. This is Mamish. A lot of what the Yasudas that we said in the Sugya so far, like based off Rashi, the Yasudas in Zimun, this is right? This last piece that's uh, it's the Shaharei, the Shaharei, I mean, the Vorukh, that it's a Talik of transforming it as a preparation. So what does Rashi say? The same word. What's Rashi say? Rashi, the Ramaschal, Mazamn, in love. Even if he doesn't come, even if he doesn't come, he stays in the shuk. So that's a pella, right? That's Mavura then in Rashi. That the Kiddush isn't that when he leaves, that even though he left, that's not Mafkia, the Shema Chabura. And he could still, what? And he could still come back and make his Yemen together. But the Kiddush is that even though he's far away from the rest of the Chabura, Nonetheless, you could still be Mekayim the Din Zimon. Even though he didn't come back, you could still be Mekayim the Din Zimon. Now that's, that's a Chiddush, right? That's a Chiddush. Now, what must that mean then? That must mean then, according to us, that according to Rashi, even though you're far away, and you didn't come back, since it's Kurin though, you can call out to him and you can hear, then Mizamnin loved. you could still make a Zimon. Now, that being said, so does that mean that you're, you're only saying the introductory part? You're being of because of also. Right? That's the next stage. If, if, you, if you're being so then does that work for your because as well? So I brought for you here a Kivachitas Kamai that Kivachitas Kamai brings a lot of obscurity shown him that they found over the years that the Kadminim didn't have. And he brings here a Sefer Ma'urus, a Sefer Ma'urus in Source 11, Esa Kasha. He asks at the end of Source 11, So the Ma'urus asks, I, How could he be Yitzhi Birkas Hamazan in the place where he didn't eat? Although we know it's a Mishnah later on in the 8th Perak, that a person has to bench in the place that he ate. So how could a person who was Yod to the Shuk and he is Kurun though, Kurun though, he's learning like Rashi that he's still in the Shuk. Yes, the Ma'uras, how could it be that he's Yitzi as Chiv of Birkas Hamazon? So that means that the Ma'uras is understanding that it's not just Pshat that he's answering the Zeman, but even though he's in the Shulk, when it's Kurun, though, and he still can call out to him and he could hear, so it must be he's not so far away, right? That the, the guy must have an apartment in Machina Yehuda. And they open up the window, they open up the front door, and then the guy can hear you still. So under those circumstances, Yes, the Ma'urus, so how could it be then that he's still Yitzay? Hello, even if he can hear your Birkas Hamazan, he's not in the place where he ate. And then he answers, that's only a din the but the Yavid is still Yitzay. So that means clear, if you're comfortable saying this now, once you see it explicit in the Rishaynim, that Avada, there's no reason in the world to say in Rashi that what? That just because he's he's being, he's in the Shuk and it's Kurin though, so he can't be Yitzhi the Birkas Hamazon? Yeah, he's also. Mizamn and Olive means he's even Yitzhi Birkas Hamazon while he's in the Shulk, even though he didn't come back. That Lachur is going to be Pshat in Rashi. That it's not Pshat like we said in the Me'iri, that Kurino means that we call him and he comes back, and that's not called a Hefsik. And it's not called like he's Mafkia from the Din Chaburo. No. Avada, he stays in the Shulk and he doesn't come back. Alamai is a Chiddush, that in as much as he can hear me, he could still be considered, he could still be Mitztarif in the Chaburu, to the extent that he's even Yotz's Chiv, a Birkas Amazon, while he's still in the Shuk. A Gavaldik Chiddush in Rashi, and a Gavaldik Chiddush in the, in the Sefer Ma'orus, Klaipi the Din, the Chachil B'Diyavid, of uh, being 
Mavarich Birkas Hamozen and Shalib Makam Achila. I think the Mishaburu brings that this din of the Ma'orus is only true when you didn't, when you left B'Shoigig. But if you left B'Mezid, then Avada Yenat Yitzay. It's a Knast to Rabbanon. That's I have it in my head. I don't, uh, I haven't looked it up the din, but I think that's the truth. But that's Shitas Rashi. Now, we still have to deal with Shitas Harashba and Shitas Harambam. And there's a Gavaldika piece here from Rav Salavechik. So let's, let's get started, yeah? So the Rashba is here in source 3. It says the Rashba Amen of Dimi Bar Yosef Amarav. Gimel Sha'achu V'yotza Echem Rehna Shulk. Three people ate, one of them left and went to the Shulk. Karinu Mavarachanalav. We call out to him and make a bracha. Mekimna, and the Gemara establishes this case and makes Mekimta Kirin the Korolev Oni, that you call out to him and he answers. Says the Rashba, the Kosov of Haigalin. Haigalin said as follows Beshem Ravosa in the name of the other Gainim. The honey mealy kagain shall pesch bias the shuk. The only time the Kurilava Oni works is when you call out to him when when the door of the front the, the front door is facing the shuk. Buyeshiv Kanegda, when he's there, you're able to see him. Meaning to say that there can't be a visual distinction, there can't be a, a, a something dividing us from being able to see him, that's preventative from being the din of Kurilava Oni. Right? Then you call out to him, he hears the voice, and then he can be mezamin. So now, the Rashba does nothing to say what the din of mezamin means. The Pashta says that the Rashba understands that mezamin is the same thing as Rashi. The Kurilevainin means that we have to be able to call out, and he's Yitzhi, he fulfills his obligation of both Birkas Hamazan and Birkas Haziman through the fact that he was Aina and he can hear them. Now there's a din, the Rashba makes up a din, that you have to be able to see them. Now the Chorah, the reason the Rashba makes up this din and you have to be able to see them, is because the, the Malurus, which we saw already, brings us out, is that we want to have a connection between the Chaburah. In the same way, if two Chaburahs want to make a Zeman together, they have to be able to see each other. So too, if this guy is part of the Chaburah, to remain part of the Chaburah, so you have to keep in sight. So really... It's the same shot as Rashi, just adding with a caveat. Whereas Rashi said that we need you in order to go ahead and be mishtatif in the zimun, to be yitzay deichiyu v'zimun, and because you have to be able to hear him, but if you're so far away you can't hear, then you can't be yitzay. So says the Rashba, that's true, with another nuance, that you have to go ahead and actually be able to see them as well. If you're not able to see him, you can just hear him. That creates a disconnect between the person who left and the remaining parties of the Suda. So now, the Ma'ur is Hesakasha, the once though we have such a Gemara, and the Gemara teaches us that in order to go ahead and be Yitzay, to be Mishtatif, two Chaburas, I'm sorry, there you have to have be in visual sight. So what's Pshat then in Rashi? Rashi If the guy is becoming part of the Zeman and he's not sitting there with him, we need them to be in visual sight of each other. So if there's something, there's a hefsik between them, you can hear them and you can't see them. Rashi doesn't say that it doesn't work under those circumstances. So how come, if there's a Gemara explicitly by two Chaburus, the Mora Springs, that you have to be able to see each other in order to unify, how could it be then that Rashi doesn't need this caveat when it comes to the Din? So the Mora's makes a partial distinction. And the distinction is that when it comes to two Chaburus that want to join together, there the Pshan is, they never had a Chibur from the onset. They were never connected. Whereas when it comes to the world of Rashi, our case, they were connected. 
They met him, had an achila kachas, and they had a seba together, and they were eating together. Elamai, this guy got up and left. So it could be, says Amora, that you only need the re'iyah, you only need them to be in eyesight of each other in order to establish a chabura. But once they've been established already, to continue that, to just sustain that, it could be that you don't need eyesight of each other, it could be that the fact that you can hear suffices. So that would be in an internal machlekes, kilo right now we're saying two pshatim in the Gemara up until now. That karlava'ani means that according to the yesh Umrim and the me'iri and the ra'ah, that means that you can call out and he can hear you still. And since he can hear you when he comes back to bench, that's not called he left the Chabura. That's one pshat. The second pshat will call Rashi and the Rashba. That you call out to him. And because you can call out to him, he can be Yitzhi, both his Chiv Zimun and his Chiv Birkas Hamazan outside in the Shuk. And it's just a Machlikis and Rashi and the Rashba, whether or not you have to be able to see him. According to Rashi, the fact that you were established as a Chabura suffices to allow you to continue to bench as a Chabura. But the Rashba needs that in order to continue as a Chabura, you have to be able to see them. Those are the two, three Pshatim, which are really two Pshatim that we've seen up until now. Now, the third Pshat I want to bring you is a Rambam. This Rambam is a Peladika Rambam. I'm going to get into it with Yatsa Dishmaya. This is the Rambam in Source 4. You have three people that ate together, and one goes out to the market. We call out to him. Why? He should have intent to hear that which they're saying. And you make a zimun on him. And he's still in the market when you're calling out to him. He's bewarning the meiri, right? He's not coming back to you. He's still in the shuk. And says the Rambam, and he fulfills his obligation. Now continues the Rambam. But now when he comes home, he comes home from the shulk. Now we should go and make a birchas hamazon to himself. Now continues the Rambam. This is not really for us, but we'll just fear it because it's here. If there's ten people that left, and now they're all in the shulk, we don't make a zimun on him. Until he comes back to his place and he sits with them. But the Maisa, what did the Rambam say? The Rambam says that while he's in the Shulk, when Mizamna and Olov, and he's Yitzhi, they is Chiv. Now, when he gets back to his house, he benches Birkas Amaz and the Atzmai. Now, this is enough to, to send you to the hospital, I'm saying. What? What's, what's the Rambam talking about? Hello, the Rambam, we started off. With a piece in Rabbi Salavitchik that we attacked his sources, but the Pshatna Rambam, the was true, right? We proved it. That the Avada, the Yisrael of Zimun, is a brachos, a birchos siruf, a bracha bukhavura, Rashi Tlashna, a birchos shnehim, that it's a unified bracha. And it's a unified bracha, so that means that what bracha was I unifying? The birchos hamazin. And yet, in the world of the Rambam, I could be Yitzim and Mechi of Zimun and come back and have to bench. So the mashmos, the implication is that I can separate the chiv zimun from the chiv biyakas hamazan, and the didon, according to understanding, that's mamish a steer There's no such thing. Zimun is biyakas hamazan. So how can you say that you yitzi the chiv biyakas hamazan, and now when you go back to your house, now you have to bench biyakas hamazan again? What do you mean you have to bench biyakas hamazan? You are yitzi already through the zimun. So this is going to need a tremendous beer. So in order to get through this, I want to, I brought you here, I broke up, there's one massive piece from the Salvation. I broke it up into three pieces, and even this is not the whole thing, but I want to go through it together because it's going to need to set his beer, 
And I want to be clear here what he's saying and what we're being misif and in Biziyat Seshmaya just to come out with a clear Pshat Rambam. So it says here in source 14 on the source sheet, Beram, Ayn Eid Berambam, and he quotes the Lashna Rambam, Vitzanach Eid. Din name is Shibichte, let's say, Spirka Samozen, Bechabur, Tsonich Lanus Omeinach, we call a Brocho Brocho. If we're going to say, like his piece earlier, that you have to answer Amen based off the Yushalmi after each bracha. The Chala Yedei Zakim Birchus Amazim Mechabura, because through the Nes Amen, that's what's establishing the Birchus Amazim Mechabura, the Chol Bnei Chabura Biyachad, and that takes has ramifications regarding the entirety of the Bnei Chabura. Amai Tzarech Zebes Shoch Levoruch Birchus Amazim Atzmei, Shochaz Lebeisay. Why does the guy have to come back and make a Birchus Amazim by himself? By Kroyoti Lechivus Birchus Amazim, Shana Amen, the Dalad Brachas, the Baruch Shnayim Shabu Chabura. Hello, through answering the Amen. To the Birkas Hamazan of the Mezamin of the Chaburo, you are with Yitzchitz here Birkas Hamazan. So him, the 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 Yoshev there is stuck in the same place that we are. The Vadid is a concept called the Birkas Bechaburo, and the fact that he's being Yitzchitz today is here Birkas Hamazan, not in the Chaburo, is the biggest pillar. Then how could be Yitzchitz today's Imam? So Zot Yoshev Be'al v'nirad be'emes halacha zu. It seems like the truth is that regarding the halacha, she mezamnin alav b'shuk, that you make a zimun b'shuk. Hainu she clearly the zamini mohin, the birkas hazimun bilvad. That means to say that you call him for the zimun only for the birkas hazimun. The hainu the give and take that Rabbi Sain of Oreich, what we call in Rashi, the transformative statement, the declaration. Continues of Yashavir, Azai, and afterwards, Mamshik Lelech Bashuk Litzrochov. After he does the give and take, the back and forth, then he goes shopping still. And he didn't fulfill his obligation as a, in the role of a Birchas Amazim Bechabur. That means that three people answered the Rabbi Sayyid of Oreich, there was a give and take between three people. Then, after that, and he walked away. And the other two started to bench. And through that, that's fine. He comes back and he benches afterward. The racket started him in the Kim Birkas Azim Bilvad, because he only joined them to say the Birkas Azim. And Mishum Kach, therefore, Shkhaz the base, it's like the Birkas Birkas Amazan Atzmei. Now he has to come and make a Birkas Amazan to himself. In order to fulfill his obligation, Birkas Amazan. And the Shaila is, why could he do this? Why could he do that? Hello, in as much as Zimun is is a bracha mishutefes, the bracha mishutefes is something that has to be done together. So he has a chiv Zimun. So how could he only do part of it? And how could he even do the tafel? Hello, the main part of the Zimun is the fact that he that he taka benches together. He fulfills his obligation in Birkas Hamazon as a chaburo because he ate as a chaburo. So here there's a footnote in the footnote number twelve and source number fifteen. He writes as follows: Kalema de mishum del chachila mohin. That since from the onset he did a savor with them, he's considered one of the chabura regarding the dinner birkas hazimun. Ach, however, since when it came time to bench, he's in the market, and he's not still sitting with them. He's not with them and a part of the chabura. Regarding the fulfillment of Birchas Hamazon as a Chabura, will not say Simon called Birchas Hamazon, and to fulfill the obligation of Birchas Hamazon with them. So now, what he's saying is very clear. What he's saying is 
that there's two different mechayvim. There's one mechayiv called hasevel lechadchila, and hasevel lechadchila obligates you in birchas hazimun. And there's something different. There's called hasevel at the gemara of the suda, and hasevel at the gemara of the suda is what's mechayiv you in the birchas hamazim b'chaburah. That's what he says. Now, what's the pshat in such a thing? That right now is a mystery. We have no idea. He doesn't explain himself. So I'm going to propose a pshat here. I think uh, I think he's saying something very very deep, and I think I wanna, let's try to let's try to break into it. Let's try to break into it. According to us, we have a principle here. We have something called an achila ka'achas that we became a guf echod for nachila and mele that demands a birchas amazan Good, but what's the achila ka'achas? Achila ka'achas means that all three of us who are eating are considered a guf echod that we're eating together to the extent that I could be made to you. In a bracha rishayna, even though normatively I'm not able to be made to you in a bracha rishayna, we had to be thinking bracha saltif, right? To seifrim, it's a chiddush. You can be made to someone. The answer is yeah, because we're guf echad, we're guf echad. So now that we're guf echad, so now when are we done eating? How do we know we're done eating? So I'm going to say a chiddush. Maybe the whole concept of the birkas azimun is a declaration that each member of the Chabura is finished. Although if I'm still in the middle of eating, I can't bench in the middle of eating. It's a I'm going to keep eating. I'm not going to eat. What? I have to keep... Uh, I can only bench. I'm only obligated to bench once I'm done eating. I ate. I'm full. I'm stopped. Then we will bench. But if I'm in the middle of eating, I can't bench. So now, how do I know that everyone's ready to bench? How do I know that all the components of the Chabura, of the Guf Echad, have finished the meal and are now ready to continue to the next stage of events to bench. So maybe the Birkas Hazimun is a declaration from all members of the party to go ahead and say that we're done eating. If that's true, then it's very understandable. What's of me to finish my... To, to, to be part of the Birkas Hazimun, to make a declaration that I'm done eating? The fact that we started eating as a Chaburo. So since there was an achila ka'achas from the onset, and there we, that was what was mitztarefas into one unit, memele, memele, I, that obligates me to end the achila. That obligates me to go ahead and say, you know what? I'm finished eating. I'm done eating. And if I don't do that, so then I'm, I'm leaving them high and dry. So the fact that I have to answer the birkas hazimun is due to the fact that I have to end the achila ka'achas. I have to end that process. Now, what are you going to say? I went to the shuk. So maybe because he went to the shuk, that also is considered as if he ended the eating process, and therefore he's not a member of the Chabura anymore. That claim is not true. Why? Because the Maisa, even if he went to the shuk, if he write that he's in the middle of a suda, he, he washed a meitzi, and there's still people eating there, so then he's able to come back and continue to eat. So if he can continue to eat, it's very hard to say that leaving to the shuk so what's he have to do? He has to answer. Now what's the answering do? That ends the Achila Ka'achas. But when does the Chi of Birkas Amazon kick in? So maybe the Chi of Birkas Amazon only kicks in when the Achila is over. So in as much as the Birkas Amazon only kicks in, the Chi of Birkas Amazon only kicked in once the Achila is over, when did the Chi of Birkas Amazon take effect on the Chaburah? That only took effect on the Chaburah after the Birkas Hazimun. 
So it comes along with Soloveitchik and says a new Chiddush, that maybe, according to the Das Rambam, that Chiyav for Birkas HaMazan is only with the Chabur that's present Bishas the Bracha. It's only with the Chabur that's present Bishas the Bracha. And therefore, since the or only two people here were present Bishas the Bracha, that still qualifies as a Birkas HaMazan inasmuch as it was generated. They're already Gufecha. They're already continued, considered one unit. And therefore, I'm able to go ahead, I can answer the Birkas Azimun, I, the guy in the Shul, can answer the Birkas Azimun that ends the Achila Ka'achas, because all the component parts declare the done eating. And now, and now what? Now, when we come back and we want to make a, 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 a Birkas Hamazun B'chaburo, Says Osalvechik, that Chabura is defined by who's there, Bishas Maisa. So there's only two people there, they're the Chabura, Klape the Din, Abirkas Hamazan, the Chabura, so the main two of them bench. Now, I want to pause here and I want to attack again. According to Osalvechik's whole Pshat himself, this has no beer, I don't think. Because what's that mean that we're making a Birkas Hamazan, the Chabura of two people? Although the whole concept is that you have two people answering Amen. That's changing based off the Yushalmi, right? That's changing. It's transforming it to be a birchas amazon of a yachid to a birchas amazon of an individual, I mean, an individual to a, a birchas amazon of a chabura. But I need a chabura of people answering amen to change that. If I don't have a chabura of people answering amen to change it, how could it be that one person, I answer, one guy answers the birchas azimun, and all of us stamped our achila. Now there's only two people here. One guy benches, and the other guy answers amen. Where's the chabura? Where's the omens that are transforming it? The omens are an integral part of defining, redefining the Birkas Hamazan of Yachid, the Birkas Hamazan of Chaburah. It's Tarachin. According to us, it's Mamish Kishmak. The whole concept is that we're Gufechod. The Chilaka Achas defined as a Gufechod. And now, the Chilaka Achas, the Rashlish is Alchilaka Achas. The whole Chabur is here, the Gufechod. Now, one, everyone agreed, we're done. Fine, I finished eating. Good. And the Birkas Hamazan. Is it taking part with the guf echad? I, the whole guf's not here. And the tradition of the Rambam is the whole guf doesn't have to be here in order to bench. But the vada, the fact that your guf was already defined by the chila, the fact that your unit was defined by the chila, it's not defined by the benching. And the fact that you can do that, you can separate that, it's not shver, it's not difficult. Now, comes along with Salavechik, and he wants to mamash say chidish after this. He wants to come along, I'm not going to read this part inside, in Surah 16. It is based off this whole piece, so then it comes out that really. After a person answers a Birkas Azimun, he goes back with the Rabbi Sain of Reich, he wants to keep eating, etc. Says, or Salavechik, he has to go ahead now, wash your dayan, and make Hametzi. Why? Because in as much as what? In as much as he, fin- he made a declaration that he finished his meal, that's our, that's our explanation of his piece, in as much as he declared he's finished his meal, he finished the Achila Ka'achas, the Chabur is done eating, so he's done eating. Ah, you don't want to bench. Why not? Because you want to keep eating. But you stay just done. So since you're the Chabura that you are part of is done eating, you want to eat now as an individual, so make a bracha now as an individual. Go wash, make a mitzi. That's a halacha that's generated from this piece, but you see how far he's taking it. This is Yat Hashem we're going to get to in the Hemshech when you get to the concept. There's a concept of Mavsik and the Shnai, Mavsik and Echad. Right? There's a Gemara in the Hemshech of the Amud. We're going to see, we're going to the Sheetz Rambam regarding this din. But that's a din that he's saying is being nailed from this from this chiddush, 
that according to the Rambam, it's a third Mahalik, that there's something called a Birkas Azimun, which is a, a, dec- uh, a declaration of of the ending of the Achila Ka'achas of the Chaburo, and the Birkas Amazon, which is something separate. So let's let's make a recap what we saw in the Sugya. Betzem, we have four different Rishenim with three different Mahalchim. We have the Me'iri and the Yeshu'imim, the Me'iri and the Ra'os saying, the Chiddush is, he goes to the Shulk, the fact that he left the Shulk, and we can call out to him, he comes back to bench, and the Chiddush is that going out to the Shulk doesn't take him away from the Chaburah. There's Shittas Rashi, Shittas Rashi, and Shittas Rashba is that when a guy leaves to the Shulk, he can nonetheless, if he can hear you, he can fulfill his obligation of Zimun and Birkas Hamazan from the Shulk. The fact he's in the Shulk is not a problem, according to Rashi, because in his, I'm still part of the Chaburah in as much as I started. As part of the Chabur with the Achila Ka'achas, I don't need to see you as long as I can hear you. And according to the Rashba, Bashim Rafaigalin, it has to be that I'm still part of the Chabur because I can see you and hear you. I can feel my heel over there. That's the second approach. And now we have a third approach in the Rambam based off of Soloveitchik. There's two separate components. There's the Birkas Hazimun, which has generated the Chiv from the Achila Ka'achas. And therefore, the guy in the Shulk can fulfill his obligation of Birkas Hazimun, which is an expression, a declaration that the Guf Echod is done eating, all the components of the Chabur are done eating. And there's a second obligation, the Chiv Birkas Hamazon of the Chaburah, and that's generated Bishas the Gemara Chila, and that is only takes effect on the people who are still around when the Gemara Chila actually happened. So if the guy's in the Shuk, but there's a man the Gemara Chila, so he's not there for the Chilvas Birkas Hamazon to take effect on, but mainly he's not going to be part of the Chaburah that is obligated in Birkas Hamazon the Chaburah. Very, very Gishmat, three approaches how to go ahead and understand this Gemara. Now, after this, I just want to read with one more one more Gemara here. There's a Gemara. I saw a friend, I found a friend, I was learning these sugis in the summer, and a friend of mine was visiting from America. He's a rabbi in yeshiva there, in Portland, maybe. Where is that now? Portland, in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. And he asked me what I'm learning. I told him, I said, I have one Gemara here, which is Pashat. I have no explanation in whatsoever. It's a mystery. So he said, Ah, I said, oh. There's very few people I, I enjoy talking to and learning. He's one of them, and this is saying you could see. We think the same way. The Gemara is unreadable, but let's read it together and understand together why it's unreadable. Kufa, Amr of Dimi Bar Yosef. Dimi Bar Yosef said, I'm a Rav in the name of Rav. Three people eat together. Man, the Shulk. One goes out to the Shulk. It has to be easy to answer. I'm a Zutra. So Mazutra says as follows, it's only true when there's three. When there's ten people, he has to come back. If he doesn't come back, then we have a problem. What's the problem? That in order to say, in order to say, you have to have ten. Presumably because it's Askar Sashem. So Askar Sashem, it's Dabash Kedusha. We need ten people. Maskif the Ravashi, Ravashi challenged Adarabba, just the opposite, Ifchamastabra. Just the opposite understood. That what? That really, when it comes to ten, nine should suffice. He has to come back. He doesn't have to come back when there's ten people, nine are there and one's in the shuk. And really, when there's three people, then the one guy should have to come back. That's what the din should be. Why? Because Tisha near in Kasara. When it comes to nine people, that looks like ten people. Nine people, since it looks like ten people, Therefore, if we have nine people, it looks like ten people, that should be suffice to go ahead. It's hard to discern between a group of nine and ten, right? They look the same. Rashi says, a person is not in my to be mavchin between them. So therefore, it's an Iron Kasara, 
So then that should work. But Shnayim, but if it's two people and one's in the Shulk, that's Ein Yenuk Right? That's, that's what? That doesn't look like three. It looks like two. And therefore, the third party should have to come back. I got this Akasha Shtikl on the Re'ol and the Yeshim and the Me'iri. How do you learn Pshat this Gemara? Although he did come back. But not for now. Says the Gemara, the Hilchas of Kamar Zutra. And the Lachas like Kamar Zutra, that if there's nine, then the tenth one has to come back. He can't stay there. My time, what's the reason the Lachas like Kamar Zutra? Svoro. The Kim and the Boy, Lad Kuri Shem Shemayim. Since you have to mention Shem Shemayim, but to me, a Sara less than ten, love Ulukharo. It's not, it's not Derecharetz. It's not Derecharetz. So there's a Chidish here that really, when there's ten people, all of them have to be there. You can't rely on the fact that one's in the Shulk because you have to mention Shem Shemayim, and it's not Ulukharo to say Shem Shemayim. Without him, now the pillar is that what what's this concept? What was what was Ravashi asking? The what? Since it's near Kasara, if from it's near Kasara, so it works. Who cares if it's near Kasara? What's the concept? Who cares? It looks like ten. I can't discern whether it's nine or ten. So the Pasha Kasha, I'm saying there's the Vodim Shiva Kedusha. If I, if, if I'm, I want to say Baruchu, and it looks like there's nine ten people here, but there's only nine. I can say Baruchu. I'm going to say Chazar Sashats. I'm a diamond with a minion. There's nine people. So it looks like ten. So it calls Dominic with a minion? No, obviously not. So why is it any different? Who cares what it looks like? I have no idea. Who cares what it looks like? What does Nirun Kassar help? Because the onlooker won't know so quickly whether there's nine people or ten here. Aye, but Hashem knows. Hashem knows. So if Hashem knows, so then who cares? So, so you could say a shtickle Torah here. Which I don't think is MS, I'll tell it to you just because I'm uh, to tell you how wild things are here. But the Maestro, what? That a whole Yusid is that you have to have a Chabura of Eichlin. And if the concept is to have a Chabura of Eichlin, so maybe if a, a, a big Chabura, if in order to mention Him Shemayim, you need a big Chabura, you need a Chabura of 10. So there, since you have a Chabura which looks like a Chabura of 10, that suffices for the Din, that you could say Shem Shemayim. I can't say it even, Kimat. I'm embarrassed to say it. What does that mean? At the end of the day, the Pshad is that you still need a Sara. Who cares if it looks like 9 or 10? That's not the Nakuda. The Nakuda is not Nirin. Rashi says what that a person, that onlooker, can't tell. Who cares if a person can tell? The point is, you need 10 in order to say Shem Shemayim. I don't care what it looks like. I have no idea. I talked to quite a few people. No one's saying so, something so intelligent here. Adaraba, I'm challenging the Ilum. Please help me out. I don't know what to say here. It's a Gamara. The Bach is meant to a Gamara later on that, that uh, talks about different things where we have this concept called Niran Kasara. I don't know. And what I hope at least is that we would appreciate to have a, a good kasha as opposed to a benteret. So leaving with you a good kasha is a tzorachim gadol by me. And I'm Hashem. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it. Um, and yeah, I wish you a good Shabbos, a good year, a uh, and Hanukkah, and looking forward to